Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's, everything's coming up, Simpsons. Simpsons. This is a special live episode. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh la la. Only for donors at Maximum Fun. So we recorded this episode um, at our first live show. Some people on Twitter were saying, it ain't your first live show. Uh, okay, nerd. We did an <laughs> L.A. podcast festival show. But this is our first, like, headlining this is us show, and we had so much fun. Our guests were CM Punk. Yeah, heard of him? Uh, for those of you who may not have, because okay. it is kind of a, a it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut, but a huge cut. Mm-hmm. A lot of blood. Um, <laughs> a lot uh, of slabby things happening. <laughs> yeah. So, so CM Punk is a an amazing wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's also a huge pop culture nerd. Uh, he's written comic books for DC, it's amazing. and he just really knows his shit, and he loves The Simpsons. And we really took a chance by asking him and it paid in dividends. Uh, it was so much fun talking to him. I kind of can't believe that he did it. We just had the best time ever. We love the city of Chicago. We already want to come back, but we'll probably go to another city just <laughs> to be fair. Um, but please enjoy this live episode. And we just want to let you know that we thank you for supporting us during the pledge drive. Yeah, thank you guys so much. This honestly, this type of stuff, we love to do it and we love to share it with you. And by donating and pledging to us, um, you guys get to keep that stuff happening. So mm-hmm. thank you guys so much and enjoy. Smell you later. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Allie Gortz, Julia Prescott, everything's coming up, Simpsons! Hi. Let's fucking feel it! (laughs) What's that mean? (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. I had my fun. Fun is over. I know. Uh, my last name is Gertz. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. But tonight, it's, tonight is what it means to be Gertz. So. Yeah. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's coming up Simpsons. Simpsons. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are here. Why? <laughs> I just don't understand. I think it's nice. Hello. Whoa. Good luck. Dad? <laughs> what do you like? I've never met you. Uh, you so... haven't talked to him in seven years. <laughs> On this very night. Um... <laughs> He's been dead for seven years. <laughs> in some ways. Uh... <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> How is everyone doing tonight? Woo! Yeah. So... I don't know if you saw on Twitter who our special guest is today, but we are so excited. It was one of those things where it's like, I'm going to close my eyes and press send and pretend that I ever did it because he's going to say no. And then mm-hmm. miraculously he said yes. But let me quickly tell you how I got him to do the show. I used to work on a show called At Midnight. and Hold for applause. <laughs> and they have been defunct, rest in peace, for quite a while now. And... I still have the password, and I knew that our guest likes to play Hashtag Wars. He does not, not to put anybody on blast, he follows at midnight, but not me, and so I knew that I could send him a direct message from the at midnight account. (laughs) And so I I sent him a message, much in keeping with my dead father of seven years. I said, sorry to send you a ghost message from a dead account, but would you want to do this podcast? 
and he did it. So uh, in keeping with who this is, let's get this walkout music going for our yeah. guest, CM Punk. Let's play that music. Louder. Mr. CM? Yes. Mr. Punk? Which Mr. would you Punk? like to be referred to as? I'm going to keep my microphone like this. Like I this. think that's perfect. I feel like Lemmy. <laughs> that's perfect. My eye, I'm not supposed to get microphone in it. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, this is your walkout music. Yeah. That said, you know, I know that we just met, but we feel like we kind of know you. We feel like we got the essence of you. So, I get that a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. We knew that that was your walkout music, but then we had also thought maybe, you know, there's a, a, a better version, an improved walkout music that we could possibly do. Yeah, yeah, so if you'd be willing, can we play what we would have had you walk out to? And also, if you want, can you actually step aside? <laughs> Go so this is, this is based on knowing me for 15 yeah. minutes, yeah. what but you think? Yeah, but we're really good at reading people, so if you could actually go backstage again, thank you. Audience members, you are allowed to film this. Just make sure you tag all of us. Just tag all of us. My only good side, thank you. Okay, so let's hear what we would have had him walk out to. Improved. CM Punk! I could get used to that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, is that, does that feel good? Yeah. Is that what you would have done? I, you know, I don't know, I'd have to rehearse it and really kind of, <laughs> I'll have to download that. Right. You know, sit on it. I mean, well, so we're there, we did communicate a little bit. You did suggest a third one. Oh, we're doing this? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I never know what the overlap of fandom is. I think everybody likes The Simpsons. I don't know why anybody or who likes me, so... Everyone uh, likes you. I didn't know, Nobody I didn't likes know if, if using the... I don't know if using the, the entrance music, Cult of Personality, would, you know, have any weight here, so... This yeah, is, it does. Th this, is, this is more reality-based, I think, this song about, you know, me and my personality and everything, so let's... Let's do that one. Let's, Let's do, this do that one. one. Let's do this one. So this is, this is the true core. Third time's the charm. You may film this. Let's hit it. We're so happy you came out. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasters oh, are not used to running. <laughs> yeah, that was. I'm winded. Everyone just... Phil, I assume you feel the same way. I was my. Today's supposed to be my day off, but I'm, I'm counting that as a workout. Yeah, you should. You should. Tomorrow's your rest day. Uh, so, 
Phil, I asked, I sent you a long list of episodes to choose from. And so, by the way, just in case anyone has never seen our show before or listened to the show before, what we do is we ask our favorite people to talk about their favorite episode of The Simpsons. And we've been on for, this will be our 131st episode. Yeah! Which means 138 is coming up soon. We're gonna do something really special. Yeah, uh, something spectacular. <laughs> Um, and so, God, I'm so winded. <laughs> wait, wait, listeners at home, we ran around. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it gets harder the longer that we are on because all the best episodes get picked, yet here we are talking about an amazing episode. And before we say what it is, uh, well, let's just say what it is. Okay. Why don't you tell us which episode we picked? We sent you a long list and you picked such a great episode and we are so excited to talk about it. Did you enjoy how long I procrast procrastinated picking? Yeah, I'm a real bad procrastinator. That's all right. So I'm kind of, I confess, I'm kind of, I said this to you, I'm, I'm kind of a lapsed Simpsons fan. I, I don't, a lot of us are. Yeah, I, I, I think it's such a, something that's so huge in pop culture and obviously when I was a kid, it debuted and it was like this cutting edge thing, a cartoon in prime time and it was hilarious and I, I watched it pretty regularly but I've obviously, I've, I've just fallen off just with like pretty much everything else. I like because I'm just busy with real life activities and all kinds of projects and stuff like that. So to actually pick what my favorite episode was, they all tend to bleed together, all the quotes, all the characters, everything. I, I wouldn't know names of episodes so I had to literally go through the list and try to remember things. And uh, since this is a, a religious holiday weekend, I decided to <laughs> try to pick one that had the most sacrilegious uh, <laughs> content. Good call, good so call. I, I decided and I landed on uh, Last Temptation of Crust. Yeah! It's such a good one. All right, let's get into it. The Last Temptation of Crest is the 15th episode of the ninth season. It first aired on February 22nd, 1998. It was written by uh, Donick Carey and directed by Mike B. Anderson. And then the rest is just about Jay Leno. Who, but, can, I, can I add? I, yes. I really, I, I'm not a Jay Leno fan at all. So. <laughs> I'm a Dave Drag Letterman. Him. I'm a Letterman guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucked Conan. So fuck Jay Leno. All right. Fuck Jay Leno. Fuck Jay Leno. Fuck Jay Leno. All right. Thanks, I everyone. Think, I think he's doing pretty all right. I think, I think he's, wor he's not worried about him anyway. You don't want to burn any bridges. Me and Allie no, are like, I'm, fuck Jay Leno. No, we don't care. I want to work in this town, baby. <laughs> you want to no, work in It's all about Chicago? relationships. <laughs> I've got no talent to speak of. I host a podcast, so that's... Yeah, there was a level, uh, there was a moment tonight when we were doing our sound check and we were kind of like, you know, imagining the seats being filled and we heard the Simpsons theme song play and Julia looked over to me and she's like, we have nothing to do with this show. <laughs> she's like, isn't it great? <laughs> we're just fans and it, it's I so good. Because it. we, we have no uh, association to it other than we love it a lot. Uh -huh. uh, you guys are all our rivals because you love it more than we do. And you guys should all start your own podcast if you don't already have one, which I'm sure half no, of you do. No, don't tell them that, Allie. Don't tell them that. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> but uh, anyway, here we are. So we read our intro, and now it is time to get into the specifics of the episode. Again, if you are new to this podcast and don't know what we do, we just go through all of our favorite moments. There are so many good, good ones in this. We were texting uh, kind of about, like, just how much we were laughing out loud at this episode. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. So let's get into it. Let's start off at the Springfield Mall. Oh, yes. 
By the way, who has seen this enough that they know this episode? Do you guys, by a round of applause, who's familiar with this episode? Okay, great. Well, before we get into that, I, you know I always read the synopsis of the episode straight from Wikipedia. Ah, yes. And uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but I've, I have a good feeling about this, having not read it. In the episode... Always a good start. Always a good start. Bart convinces... Wait, Bart who? Homer's son. <laughs> okay. Homer's son convinces Krusty the Clown, full name, to appear at a comedy festival organized by Jay Leno, but Krusty's old material does not go over well with the audience, and he receives bad reviews. He briefly retires from comedy, but returns with a new, more well-received gimmick. We'll get into it. He soon returns to his old ways, selling out to a motor vehicle company. Which we'll also get into, because it's my favorite fucking song. We shall not speak its name and until the time all, is right. I know, I can't. It's like Voldemort. <laughs> In more ways than one. I'm always good. But yeah, that's where we start there. Um, do we have a moment before we get to the Springfield Mall? But I, I feel like we just land there, because they're shopping for shoes. Yeah, we just hop right in. All right, so our first clip is basically around that time. Uh, they're arriving, the F Simpsons family is at the mall. Marge is really excited about shoe shopping. Yeah. Yeah! Hey, look, this is a perfect chance to get you kids some nice church shoes. Aww. What do we need church <laughs> shoes for? Jesus wore sandals. Well, maybe if he had better art support, they wouldn't have caught him. <laughs> look, Homer, there's that person you like to argue with? Well, 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 <laughs> if it isn't Professor Know-It-All. They need a good, stiff, all-purpose dress shoe. Something for church, but also for doctor's appointments, dental checkups, piano recitals, building dedications, visiting elderly relatives, haircuts, and shoe shopping. Well, we have a brown shoe. Did you hear that? <laughs> Kids! Brown. <laughs> oh, rats. Talk about bad luck. I forgot to wear socks today. Guess I can't try those on. Yeah, no problem. You could wear the store sock. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. Uh, though if we could stay on that disgusted freeze frame for another ten minutes. No, I'm just kidding. That's what Frankie Ack is for. I know. God bless Frankie Ack. God bless Frankie Ack. Uh, so we're here and around this time, uh, well, after they go, they buy their shoes. Thank you, wine lad. Thank you, wine lad. <laughs> yeah. So around this time, we're at the mall, and uh, they've just finished buying their shoes, and they walk out to a kiosk where there is a uh, comedy show uh, being advertised. Does anybody want to pick up from there? Like, who are the comedians that are listed on there? Hit me. All right, Janine Garofalo. Heard of Bobcat her. Goldthwait. Yes. Goldthwait. So Bobcat actually has some history with this venue. Uh, Cam Cameron Esposito had her special here, and Bobcat directed Woo! it. No shit. Yeah. No shit. And Bobcat uh, has worked with you directing uh, Mark Maron's show on the yeah. episodes you were on. So yeah. it's a Bobcat kind of night. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost it's like this episode was picked for a reason. <laughs> huh. Huh. No. You mean we didn't just do a randomizer? <laughs> Uh, we Wait, also really quickly, really quickly. So on Frankiac, everyone, by round of applause, knows what Frankiac is. Woo! 
If you don't know what Frinkiac is, uh, during or after the show, go to frinkiac.com. Uh, they just have gifts and photos and moments of every single episode. There's a random button, and it has changed my life forever. <laughs> it is truly the most amazing thing. I texted a couple friends saying, like, I just had the best day of my life. And they're just like, what happened? And I was like, there's a random button on Frinkiac. <laughs> and it's truly special. So, again, during, after, <laughs> in the well, middle. Real quick, what was the best random uh, gift that you got? There's a, I don't even know what episode it's from. I tweeted it, but there's uh, Krusty the Clown with his hands just like out onto the stage and you have no idea what's happening. It I was love it. beautiful. It was a painting. It was really nice. Yeah, that reminds me real quick. Also, um, Allie and I, we were at, this is going to make us sound way cooler than we are. We were at a it drag show. Wait, what were you saying? It probably won't. Uh, <laughs> we were at a drag show at a tattoo parlor last night. All right. Yeah. And, and Mama was about two vodka sodas away from really peer pressuring her to get the itchy, disembodied hand tattoo. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And uh, the, the one tattoo that I've ever thought about getting, I'm tattooless uh, and not proud of it, um, but I was considering getting a Starland vocal band, uh, but they suck. Um, <laughs> uh, so you guys saw Julia's tattoo. I'm also curious, just because we do have the benefit of actually getting to know who our listeners are, we don't really get to have that when we're on mic. Uh, does anyone here have a Simpsons tattoo that they would tell us about? All right, so I see someone in the back to the right so or left. Uh, what is your tattoo? I do. Yeah, what is it? Uh, lemon of Troy Tree. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. You should have you should have got a tattoo. Yeah. I mean, what'd you do instead? You go to the Bean or something? Instead, I had we like I had like ice cream. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait. So, did you actually have a tattoo, sir? Yeah. What is it? It's a Bort license plate. It's a Bort license plate. Wow. Anyone Amazing. Anyone else? I Someone has Bort? Did I hear something? No. Dad? Dad? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Turn these lights off. All right. <laughs> Back to pretending. That's amazing, though. That is amazing. I mean, what are the odds? Very, very good odds. Very high. <laughs> You're in a room of people who are choosing to do this with their Saturday. I know. Nerds. <laughs> We're nerds, too. We flew out here. Uh, so some of the other comics, uh, as I was mentioning, Stephen Wright and uh, Bruce Baum. Uh, it, it just was like such a snapshot of alt comedy in the 90s. Yeah. Right? I love it. I love it. I love, like, just the premise of having Krusty be an alt-comic in this world at that time because he's so the polar opposite, which is, of course, the theme of the episode. But I just love him trying. Me too. And I also love Bart in that moment being so, like, you've got to have... He's the best comedian in the world. So, yeah, it's very sweet. I will always love Bart's uh, affinity for his childhood hero. Uh, one moment that I forgot to mention uh, is before they even get to the... Uh, well, before they really announce, like, who the comedians are, uh, the man who's hosting this show is asking Marge, uh, you know, do you like to laugh? <laughs> yes, as long as it's tasteful and never at someone or with perfect Marge. This is such a good Marge episode. <laughs> and uh, we also ask Dr. Hibbert, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so we, we get the Krusty the Clown recommendation uh, to which Jay, boo, uh, asks uh, if he died in a, thinking he died in a grease fire, which if, yeah. if there was one way to guess that he would go, I would say that's pretty accurate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or a pacemaker explosion or something. 
Mm. Uh, so One we, guy left. Thank you. I do it for you. Uh, so we we cut to Krusty, uh, who is in like a sweat lodge machine. What yeah, is that? I don't know. What, I don't uh, know. Yeah, you, ask you me. Go to the ask gym. me about that because I'm from the fucking sixties. <laughs> no, you're a fit guy. What that, is that? That's just. It's like a essentially a sauna. It's just like literally okay. it's a sweat box. Have you ever heard a sauna called a sweat box? That's what they used to do. No, but I know now. Okay, yeah. Julia and I are yeah. so, like, uh, not aware of fitness in the way that we assume you are that we think anything that isn't something we know is fitness. And <laughs> we just assume you'll tell us. They gave us socks backstage, and it took me 20 minutes to figure out they were socks. <laughs> uh, I thought they, they were towels. They did give us socks, which uh, was a very fitting thing for this episode. It is yeah. the store sock. Uh, it's much cleaner. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll bring them out later. We'll do a All sock right. modeling party. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's very funny to see not only these, like, very, like, I guess, 90s comedians, like, kind of uh, just stuck in time. Uh, but the way they interact with each other as if they're kind of like this club. Like, right. like as if they were always hanging out together is something that I really love. Mm-hmm. Like, as if all the Max Fun people are constantly hanging out together in this weird, which kind of we are. I mean, like, who else would be our friends if not I the know, Max exactly. Fun hosts? <laughs> um, so basically, we, we've, we get this, him in this uh, sauna machine, and uh, we get the great line of like, uh, you know, it's for charity, what's my cut? Which is as crusty as you could get. Yeah, I love it. And uh, he says he makes more uh, at a kid party, which we reveal he is at. Uh, which I will say, like, if I was a kid and had that party happening, I'd be pretty stoked. Yeah. Right? Like, I just feel like there's something very cool about, like, a clown in a sauna. <laughs> um, it sounds like, a, like an idiom. <laughs> I'm not really sure what it would mean. It Maybe sounds you like guys a riddle. Tell me after. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a riddle uh, wrapped in a vest. Um, so uh, we, we decide that it's going to, or he decides it's going to count for his community service, which is how we get the uh, ball rolling. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part about our stand-up scene moment that we have with all of the different comics? I, I think what you said, it being a snapshot, because I hadn't seen the episode probably since it aired, so I watched it today, and it's such a, like you said, it's a snapshot of who was popular at that time mm-hmm. in, like, the 90s style, and just, I laughed out loud, like, Stephen Wright, Janine mm-hmm. Garofalo. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, what? Why, Get why out. are you booing Janine Garofalo? Cut that man off. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what this man could do to you? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'll fight you. Yeah. <laughs> He's our guest, but we also brought him for backup. You ever obviously. heard anything bad about Janine Garofalo? Like, like, he and she and Bob Odenkirk are still friends, and they dated, so you have to assume that she's, like, an angel, right? right. Like, if even your ex is not speaking, This like, man just hates reality bites, and that's okay, sir. <laughs> it's that's Ethan okay. Hawke. He's, yeah. It's a very polarizing movie. <laughs> You're um, either Ben Stiller or Ethan Hawke. Uh, we, we do get the amazing uh, Stephen Wright joke, though, which yeah. is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Do you remember it? No. Okay. <laughs> Stephen Wright is telling a joke. <laughs> Stephen Wright is telling a joke about... Uh, the dictionary. He says, uh, so I finished the dictionary today. It turns out the zebra did it. And everybody laughs in the audience. And uh, Homer, I think, is very confused. Yes. And so they do that thing that comedians quite enjoy very much, where they explain the joke. <laughs> and oh, I Homer, hate jokes. I hate jokes. And Homer still is kind of one beat too late, but that's appropriate for him because he's a human puppy. 
But my favorite moment, it kind of comes later, uh, when we cut to Janine Garofalo, and her first line is just, so I had my period today. <laughs> and you could have done the Marge. Marge, Marge sips wine and immediately spits it out and just like, my word. Which makes me, it reminds me of when my mom first came to my stand-up shows. <laughs> Not that I was saying that kind of material, but just everything was like, <laughs> Julia, please go back to school. Was your dad like Homer when she says, like, kissing a guy with a, with a tongue stud, and he's just like, yes, yes, I totally get that. No, my dad wasn't there. Well, <laughs> to all the bad dads. <laughs> Just kidding, we have good dads. Yeah, we have good dads. But still to the best. To dads. All right, so then uh, we have another clip. So, all right, so we're teeing up. We have all these alt comics that are performing, and then Krusty's backstage, and he's, you know, super confident because he's a comedy legend, and he's going to kill. But instead, something a little different happens. Can we roll that clip? I got my period today. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Plus, I got this new boyfriend, and you know how it is when you're kissing a guy with a tongue stud. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, God, yes! It's time for something special. The man Spencer Tracy called the most promising newcomer of 1959. Please put your hands together for Krusty the Clown! I love Bart in a suit. So... How about those TV dinners, huh? <laughs> I tried one the other day. Lightning strikes, the peach cobbler goes out. <laughs> cobbler. The other thing about TV dinners, you don't have leftovers, you have reruns. TV dinner jokes? Ooh, take that, Swanson's. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like that one, huh? Well... Me so sorry. Oh, oh. We're so sorry. Next, the flapping <laughs> dicky. Uh oh, I'm losing him. Time for the A material. <laughs> hey, hey! Oh, so, oh, so. Yeah, just cut it off. Just, just kill it. Just bury it in the backyard. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> We're sorry, everybody. It is Easter. Um, <laughs> for, for the record, they were not condoning that, you know, comedic material. Yeah, so, Phil, let's talk about this. So you chose this episode knowing full well we would have an audience of people who would have to watch this. Yeah. Do you hate us? No. I think, <laughs> I, I think in the political climate we're in in 2018, I think it's important to tackle issues like this. Let's, let's get into it. It's not so much, I'm not so much laughing at, at the content. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at him. Not yeah. exactly. Him. Yes, exactly. This actually is a very good point. And There's we a lot of outdated that. concepts going around, and a lot of a lot of people that are stuck back in the, you know, Explain the Stone how. Age. <laughs> Explain how? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if you really want to go on, uh, off the rails here. We have time. One, one of my favorite time. things. One of my favorite things about that clip is the Spencer Tracy quote, as <laughs> he brings him onto the stage, voted. Youngster, the newcomer yeah, of the year in '59 from Spencer Tracy, and I, I don't even know how many people in here know who Spencer Tracy is. But like, <laughs> that's what makes Three The Simpsons people. so fucking brilliant. Yes. There's, yeah. there's jokes for everybody. Just to get into it, just because it's so you could tell how smart the writers are. Like, 
obviously, the joke isn't, like, the racist stuff. It's that Krusty is bad at comedy and that he's so dated, and they do such a good job of, of not, like, it's such a thin line, and the fact that they're able to, like, totally nail, like, obviously, everyone thinks this guy is a hack, and, like, he's awful. I know what you mean, and I think that what The Simpsons does, and what we talk about a lot on this podcast, is that, um, you know, they bring a lot of those kind of topics to light in a way that isn't condoning them, and bringing it in, in a way that makes sense for the story that they want to tell. And not only that, through the lens of Krusty the Clown, who is, by all accounts, a despicable character, but we still enjoy him and appreciate him because we sympathize for him. Like, he's a really sad, pathetic character as well. He's a sad clown. He's a sad clown. <laughs> so we're in there with him in the same way that, you know, if uh, an episode that's starring Mr. Burns comes out, you know, it's not that we hate Mr. Burns and we want him to die, even though he's doing maniacal shit. There's something that is very sympathetic about him because we feel bad for him. Yeah, for sure. And so, okay, so... Well, before you go on, we're, we're all from Chicago here. We sympathize with sad clowns. We grew up on Bozo. Yeah. And John Wayne Gacy. So. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Perfect. I w so I wish that John Wayne Gacy had a song about Bozo the Clown as well. Like, if he's going to give a song about John Wayne Gacy, he could at least cover all the other clowns. Like, why not a clown concept album? Like, he lost the Oscar. He has stuff to do, right? Like... I could write that song with you in 15 minutes. If you wanna, <laughs> all right. You wanna... Do you guys want to go get drinks? And we'll... No. Yeah, we're all going to go to the green room after, and we'll come back and you'll have a song. Okay. Uh, so something that I love is that Bart is kind of, because it was Bart's idea, he's kind of playing a little bit of an agent or a manager type character. And it's so funny to hear from like an eight-year-old boy who goes over to Krusty, who clearly tanked, but comes over and is kind of just like, no, 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 Lisa and I agree that you killed. And Krusty's response is, Lisa, huh? <laughs> I joke. love it. <laughs> I also love, like, the continued joke of no one knowing anybody else in this world, <laughs> you know? That, like, of course, Krusty's been saved by Bart and Lisa so many times, especially at this point, and he still doesn't know who Lisa is. Yeah, exactly, and I, I love that uh, the rest of the, like, alt-90s comedians are hanging out backstage, kind of, you know, crap-talking Krusty, yeah. and uh, we get a lovely appearance from the internet comic. Uh, <laughs> yes! What do you think, internet comic? It's the first exactly. internet comic. <laughs> and uh, it's also just like, you know, anytime that we get like a very solid, I mean, obviously the, the Simpsons is filled with so many different types of humor, but when we get just like a very solid, like one, two punch joke, it really hits me. So when, uh, when the guy is saying, he's like, all right, you have five minutes. He's like, oh, I'm not going back out there. It's like, no, you have five minutes to get out. It's such a perfect like setup punchline, truly speaks to me. Yeah, and um, so around this time, uh, it's right around our next clip. It's, it's one of my favorite sequences. So I love that uh, Krusty, he really cares enough about this going well for him that he kind of has like an immediate emergency meeting with his closest comrades who happen to be a monkey <laughs> and Sideshow Mel. So if we could roll that clip. Is that stinking monkey? About time. Give me those reviews. So cute. Last night's comedy benefit delivered wall-to-wall -wall laughs without exception. Phew. The only exception was the embarrassingly dated humor of Springfield's green-haired, red-nosed hack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crusty <laughs> the clown. Oh. They say any publicity is good publicity. You sir are an idiot. <laughs> 
that's your answer to everything. <laughs> uh, look at my life. I'm talking to a monkey and, uh... I don't know what the hell you are. You can be so cool when you're sober. Well, I'll fix that. <laughs> I'm going on the bender to end all benders. Don't forget to tip your bartenders, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing a shoey. And the Stanley Cup. Yeah. All right, let's talk about that Stanley Cup. I know let's you love it. Let's do it. All right. All right. Do you, know, do you know what it is? <laughs> I, actually, let me tell you, the one sport, <clears throat> in addition to UFC and wrestling, uh, <laughs> very good, very good, the check just cleared. Uh, the, one, the one sport I've ever loved is hockey. Oh, good. And uh, in, my, in my initial email to, uh, to try and convince you to be on the show, uh, I, I mentioned that your uh, avatar on Twitter is from one of my favorite movies of all time, Slapshot. Yes. And uh, hockey Woo. movies, like, you know, Goon and other hockey movies are so much fun. It's just so great. And uh, to, to see that reference was, was pretty fun. So I do know what it is, but... You know, you said that it was one of the reasons that you chose this episode. Do you have anything to say about it other than just like you I like just, hockey? I, I, I think in all the sports, I think that's the most iconic trophy, obviously. And just, you know, the, the drinking out of the cup symbolizes, you know, you end of the season winning the Stanley Cup and him going on a bender kind of represents <laughs> a lot of that. So I think it's, you know, the, the Simpsons writers are so sharp with everything they did. You know, he does a shoey and then he's drinking out of the cup and then he's puking in it, which is a thing that has happened in, in front of me, so I, I, I just I think it's I think it's funny. Um, and then so also around this time we have pretty immediately uh, our next clip, which I enjoy. Like I said, this is a really great Marge episode. You know that Allie and I are huge Marge heads. Our favorite character in all of The Simpsons is Horny Marge, which we do well we kind of get in this episode, not quite. Let's just roll the clip and you'll see what I mean. She's kind of horny. What'd he say, Lisa? What'd he say? <laughs> he said there's no shame in their forbidden love. Ooh, Diego's not gonna like that. Oh, Raul. <laughs> Take me here under the disco ball. <laughs> Perfect. I want to see that show. <laughs> I want to just see Marge and Lisa adventures and her having to translate sexy telenovelas. Yeah, I, I really do. So, you know, to some of our newcomers who don't know who Horny Marge is, uh, she's a part of us all. A part of us all. <laughs> part of us all. <laughs> um, but Horny Marge uh, is Marge with her hair down. It's just like she gets a little, like for someone who has, you know, for so many of us, like as kids, Marge is kind of the wet blanket, and that is truly a, uh, you know, a, a side effect of uh, sexism. Because <laughs> you watch it as an adult, and you watch it in the 2018 landscape, and you're kind of like, Marge is cool. Marge is yeah. so funny. She's so horny. We love it. And being horny is not a bad thing. Uh, being horny is cool, especially on Easter. And uh, hey, I mean, I just came here to see Honk if you're horny in peace. Yeah, Honk if you're horny. That's my political. Stance. Our our followers, we know, are more horny than they are not horny because I did a um, a, a poll on Twitter and I asked. Uh, 
honk if you're, or honk if, and the options were you're horny or you like cookies. And <laughs> horny won. <laughs> and, you know, horny I think won that says, every time, baby. Yeah. I think that says uh, a lot about who we are. Nick Weiger, if you know who Nick Weiger is of Doughboys, um, was, was positively outraged that cookies didn't win. And doesn't that tell us what we need to know about Nick? <laughs> Uh, not, not horny enough, I guess. Uh, loves food, though, in keeping with his podcast. Um, how horny is everyone tonight? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's go around the room. <laughs> I'm, like, pretty good horny. <laughs> I keep thinking this one's going to die, and you just keep breathing life into it. Every time I say something like that, I'm painfully reminded that my mom and my mother-in-law listen to this podcast. So, uh, hey guys, uh, can't wait for Christmas. They love it. Anyway, they love it. So, right after this, uh, Bart swoops in and is just like, it's Krusty time. And we get an amazing substitute for Krusty. Uh, Kent Brockman has taken over. (laughs) And Kent Brockman as Krusty is such a good look for him. I kind of wish that he kept it. Uh, Mm. (laughs) And he says, like, he's either dead or on vacation. And I like that order of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, in addition to that not going so well, we we kind of hear the groans of Krusty in the backyard. And we find that Krusty is, is... out cold in Rod and Todd's yard, and Rod and Todd interaction with them is something special. Yeah, I believe they poke him with a stick. Let's poke him a little longer. <laughs> Do you think he's evil? He smells evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, at this point, poor Sweet Bart is here to help, mm-hmm. and let's get that clip. All right. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, it hurts to talk. I'll have to work out a system of blinks. <laughs> Not you, you imbecile. Oh, Pew, what were you drinking, gasoline? Yes, I was drinking gasoline, mother. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Questy. Hang on, kid, I got a tack in my head. That's one of your posters. <laughs> I got all the Questy stuff. Man, look at all the crap with my face on it. Krusty's personal swabs? What was I thinking? All these years I should have been working on my act, but I was too busy selling out. Now I'm just a tired old hack. <laughs> ah, ah, that burns! What the hell's on those things? Here, quick, use my Krusty eyewash. No, not in your life. Yeah. Uh, so... Phil, have you had any kind of merchandise like that? And, and <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, not not eyewash, but there's some there's some weird shit out there. Uh, yeah, what's one that you could share with the audience, or, or and if you have they, any? You... They might be better versed to tell me. I, I know. Um... Texting gloves. What the, what the fuck's a texting glove? I don't even know what that is. So, uh, who said that? Can you, okay, can you explain to us the texting gloves and what's, what's the visual on it? Oh, like you, like they're, they're they fingerless. Got the, okay. Sir, that is not a good Shark Tank pitch. Get to the back of the room. Uh, I, I, I mean, like just, I mean, wacky shit. I'm on toothbrushes, uh, you, you name it. Yeah. Un- underwear, like just stuff oh that gosh. I can't even think of right now. Like it's. Ice cream bars? Are you kidding it's me? It's out there. It's out You're there. You're on ice cream bars? What flavor? 
So let me ask. That's what there, it's all boiling down to. Is there anything, is there a merchandise that you have yet to get that you would like to have? Like, was there something that you're like, something you're excited to have? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's eyewash, maybe it's a uh, pregnancy home kit. Uh, maybe it's an Academy Award. <laughs> I mean, shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, we are putting you on the spot here, but. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I, 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 an SUV. Yeah. You know, tie, tie it in with the es- end Don't of the episode. Don't tease it. Yeah. Don't tease the ending of this episode. That would be nice. I love that. So basically, at this, at this time of the episode, Bart has kind of done what he can, and he decides to recruit the big guns, which is our favorite person on earth, Jay Leno. You can boo now. <laughs> um, wait, so what about Jay Leno do you not like? Just, that, just the, the rivalry? He screwed just, Conan. He screwed Conan. Yeah, that, I, think, I think he screwed Dave and he screwed Conan. So. Yeah. Like I said, I grew up on Letterman, so I was like a big Letterman guy. Carson wanted Letterman to, you know, take over, and you know, shit got political, and Jay took over. So mm-hmm. yeah, and you've yeah, never been a fan of denim or cars. No. <laughs> or Makes chins. Sense. Makes no. sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it is. It is. It does say a lot about how good this instance is that someone you don't love is in this episode very prominently and it's still a great episode like what does that tell you about how great the writing is that someone that you do, like I'm trying to imagine like who do I hate that could be in a Simpsons episode that I'd still be like God, but it's just so good can you think of an enemy or like someone that you wouldn't want to have you know who would uh, impress you the guy who says he's just here for Allie no I love him he's nice just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I feel like if Josh Gad were in an episode, <laughs> I'd be like, wow, they really made Josh Gad funny. I can't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Impossible! <laughs> Who's like my you? new best friend? <laughs> Listen. I want to say Is there a that, backstory that I don't know? No, I nope. just dislike him. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say... Don't get shy now. Uh, I want to say uh, I'm on Gad's side. Um, I just want him to relax, you know? <laughs> I just want him to, like, relax, stop wearing so many fedoras. Like, we accept you for you, Josh, you know? You don't have to be the cool guy everywhere you go. That's, that's where I lie on my Josh Gad. He's behind me now, isn't he? <laughs> All right. uh, so at this point in the episode, we get there with the help of Jay, and uh, we get a, a nice, fun bath. Oh, yeah, let's roll that clip. Thanks for coming, Jay. Krusty really needs help. Uh, no question. I gotta freshen up my act. Jay, you're a professional comedian, right? Right? Answer me! Yes, now stop squirming. I'm trying to get these tangles out. Oh, they are just impossible. Well, they are. Anyway, don't you have some advice for Krusty? Well, these days people like observational humor about things they deal with in everyday life. Oh, yeah. You mean like when your lazy butler washes your sock garters and they're still covered with schmutz? Well, kind of. But more universal. And maybe lose the miso-soli bit. Hey, whoa, whoa, let's not tamper with the classic. Shut up, kid. <laughs> Come on, Leno. Tamper, teach, and part. <laughs> Whoops, sorry, son. I didn't know you, Jay Leno, and a monkey were bathing a clown. Well, they are, so make with the loofah or get out. Beautiful. One of my favorite lines of this episode. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's just so good. Yeah, and so right around this time... Wait, if oh. you could bathe a clown with anybody, who would it be? <laughs> you know those classic dinner questions? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> uh, punk? If I could bathe a clown? With, with anybody. With anybody? You don't get to choose the clown, but you do oh. get to choose the company. 
I mean, when do you ever get to choose the clown, right? <laughs> Sometimes the clown chooses you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a John Wayne Gacy joke. I apologize. <laughs> it was an Ollivander's joke. Yeah. I'm just imagining you performing at children's birthday parties just with John Wayne Gacy material. Yeah. Is that what you're doing on the weekends now? I, I know, but I'll start. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. If you could. That sounds like a blast. And tape it. Uh, who would I, I bay the clown with? Uh, Jill Quinville, Chicago Blackhawks coach. See him rolling up his sleeves and just mm -hmm. really... Get those tangles out? Yeah. All right. Uh, so at this point, we get uh, we get to hear a little bit of uh, the relatable material that Krusty has, and it, it is so good because he's trying so hard, and we get kind of like, oh, what's the deal with the phone book? You know? Yeah, like, we, we're how, at Bart's comedy jam. How come there are you know like how come there are yellow ones and white ones? Well, one is business and one is residential. <laughs> okay, but like, what about the blue ones? <laughs> That's government-owned agencies. <laughs> And what's the deal with cardboard? Boo! Boo. <laughs> uh, so uh, before that, of course, we get a very good Marge impression, which I love. Uh, it's not the first time that we've had a Marge impression. There's uh, Homer's done one. Well, when when uh, Rodney Dangerfield's character uh, is hiding out, he, oh, yeah. he gets all of the Simpsons family to kind of be like <laughs> you know like roast comics, and they mm -hmm. do some pretty good Marge material. Um, anytime it's it's such a it's such a fun thing where like we love. Love Marge, but we also love to make fun of Marge. I feel like that's how I am with most of my friends. Like I love them, but I am the first person to make fun of them. For oh it. yeah, riffing is not my love you. language. Oh no, I would you. never make fun of you, or you. Um, <laughs> do you know? <laughs> Uh, pass. <laughs> uh, so at this point, we get the, 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 like, you know, meeting that Krusty is about to quit showbiz. Mm -hmm. And uh, this whole scene is great, and we, we kind of get to see uh, what he has become, like, just by being honest. But one of the great lines in this scene is just like, I'm about to, he, you know, he starts to read this poem, uh -huh. and he gets cut off. And he says, like, well, I was trying to say that I'm going to quit showbiz, uh, but I was, you know, trying to be classy about it. And we get this great interview question, which is like, why now, Krusty? Why not 20 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, do you guys have favorite moments of his rant? He just starts to kind of rant about what's going on in the world, both with the comedians kind of being these people that talk about whatever. Um, I, I mean, I know that in the middle, I don't know if it's actually here or later when he uh, kills, but he says a line, this is supposed to get you a husband? Oh, yeah. Which made us <laughs> both be like, <laughs> we were not wearing pearls, but we clutched them. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's talking about women drivers. Oh, that's right. Uh, he's, he's talking about, you know, people talking more or less about their periods and whatnot, doing the Janine type of material. Yeah and uh, does say like, oh, that's supposed to get you a husband, and everyone laughs, and that's when it was bad. So like, here's the difference of like, earlier when he was doing the um, tasteful uh, racist bit, like, no one laughed, so we as the audience kind of understood that like, okay, well, the Simpsons writers don't agree with this, but at least in this press room, and it might have been a commentary on the press. Uh, so basically, it's going so well that he, uh, he says like, you know, like, here's a headline for you, nobody cares, and it goes so well. Uh, that he decides that this is going to be his triumphant return to comedy. Mm. And we immediately get to uh, a venue that I feel like you probably liked. Is this the... Part of the brilliance of The Simpsons is you really have to pay attention. So I think a lot of people, you know, 
miss stuff. Like, I mean, earlier, I, I, I said I watched the episode earlier, and just now I was looking, and the paper he's reading yes. it said on it, it said, dog kills cat, self. self. <laughs> and I missed that earlier. Me so, too, and Right yeah. now I bust out laughing, but, like, you know, they, they cut to a real quick scene opening, and it's Moe's bar, but it says brouhaha on the front of it. And it's like, if you're not... Right. Focused and paying attention, like you miss that, and that's a that's a funny gag. I laughed out loud. Yeah, you. I laughed totally out loud that. at the newspaper article. You know, yeah, it's like all the you gotta gags. you gotta stay so sharp. It's just like stuff's flying at you, and they hit you over the head with jokes. There's subtle jokes. There's stuff you gotta read. It's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wall to wall. And speaking of walls, uh, whoa, <laughs> uh, one, of, one of those famous transitions that Allie always gives our podcast. <laughs> There's a wall with a poster on it <laughs> that says four drink minimum. And um, it was a stretch. <laughs> I loved it. I just noticed that I hadn't done one of my patented uh, transitions so far. I really mm. pride myself on on struggling to transition. And uh, it's, you know, oh, it's great. <laughs> Thank you. Hell yeah! Oh! Yes! <laughs> yes, you hear that, Mom and Dad? You hear that? Julia. All you motherfuckers from L.A. County High School from the arts. <laughs> All right. I like hearing that they're here for you. It makes me happy. I like hearing that that guy's here for you, though he has said it 12 times. <laughs> Let's hold hands. You can take pictures, and Flash is fun. Somebody take a flash photo of us. <laughs> we won't let go until you do it. And you could say it was candid. Thank you so much. Great, thank you. Flash is not needed. Thank you. That was for our listeners at home. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, Are so, there any left after tonight? <laughs> so the four drink minimum is, is a fun little joke because obviously Marge is like, four drink minimum. And Homer says, I'll cover you, honey, yeah. which is totally missing the point. I've been that friend. Uh, so I actually really love Mo's stand-up here. Me too. Uh, <laughs> uh, There's a really is... brilliant joke. Get in, in here. If you, if yeah, you could quote it, it please. When, when he says his joke and he does the, is this thing on? <laughs> and then it cuts to Barney and he goes, oh, sorry, Mo, because yeah. the thing wasn't on. Like, Perfect. It's... Like, who knows how Fucking successful brilliant. it would have been had the mic been on. Hey. Yeah. He might have uh, got laughs. But yeah, for those that don't remember, the line is that Mo says, like, hi, my name is Mo, or as people like to call me, hey, you behind the bushes. As the ladies like, it's, like as to the call me. As the ladies like to hey, call me. The ladies. ladies like to call me. Uh, it, it, it's, it's truly something that if I were to show, I would absolutely laugh at. He's one of the, one of the, did you text me during the show? Yeah, you I just did. sent you the fucking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be Damn. honest. It, we look I, really, we I look hate it really when mom and dad I just saw in real time you got excited that he got a text from me, though, so that, that, was, that was interesting. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Let's move been, on. Wouldn't it have been funny if I ignored it? <laughs> oh, it's just Phil. <laughs> or if I hadn't saved your, your number in my phone yet. <laughs> I was like, who's this from? <laughs> All right. Let's roll the clip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I'm watching TV today. Woo! TV, yeah! All I keep seeing is dead celebrities hawking products. They got poor Vincent Price floating around on a toilet cake telling me about the horrors of an unfresh bowl. <laughs> and I tell you something else. I do not believe Winston Churchill would eat that Dervina schnitzel. <laughs> 
There's nothing those Madison Avenue grave robbers won't do to get us to buy their crap. Impeach Churchill! Well, here's one dollar those crooks aren't gonna get their hands on. <gasps> uh, isn't that illegal? I don't care if it is illegal. I'm making a stand here. Who's with me? I am. I work like a dog for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're burning it all wrong, Seymour. It's my allowance, Mother, and I'll burn it the way I want. <laughs> Take that, you greedy fat cats. March, give me your purse. It's $42. It's everything I have. Run home and bury it in the yard. I love you, Mom. You're hanging on his every word. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I hope so. I thought I made myself clear in Boston. Thank you. That's me and Julia every episode. <laughs> I wanted to end it on that sweet, sweet joke. <laughs> I want to see those characters again. Can we write that TV show? So for, so okay, we love The Simpsons. We are very big fans of uh, The Simpsons as a whole, obviously. But I myself am someone who kind of stopped. I fell off after like season ten. I've watched like a few here and there, but I'm not someone who's watched every single episode. Um, has someone here that has watched every episode? Can they confirm or deny that they do not have their own spinoff showcase? Because <laughs> I cannot. Sometimes we will guess like, oh, it'd be cool if like they brought them back. And it's like, yeah, they did, and it was great. Right. And it's like, wow, I had no idea. Like Frank Grimes Good. came back, and that is something that I did not know. And then I of course watched it afterwards. And like those types of things. Like so, just to confirm or deny, can someone tell me did that ever happen? They, they don't. don't. Somebody but write the fanfic. But they're the main characters on Tapped Out, so <laughs> you give and you take. Krusty's doing a little Bill Hicks thing right there, right? That's, yeah. that's yeah. a little so, homage. So uh, there's a possibility that although Bill Hicks, being such an amazing comedian, uh, there might be some people who don't know who that is. Can you maybe kind of give us an idea of like his energy, what he's doing, and how Krusty kind of resembles that? Well, he's got the, the slip. By the way, I love Krusty's slip back skullet. It's which so you, you, no. you'll really be able to see it later in the episode. But Bill Hicks was a, 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 a fairly cutting edge comic, um, what, late, late 80s? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just didn't give a fuck. Reached a point where he was just like, eh, fuck it, and then got diagnosed with cancer and would just smoke on stage and just kind of break down life as a whole to people. And there's a lot of great old YouTube clips of him um, shutting up hecklers and all kinds of stuff. He had a pretty interesting view on life, you know? So if you don't know who Bill Hicks is, that was a, a little <laughs> homage to him. Go, go check him out. Yeah. Um, so really quickly, just to kind of, I mean, I know that we obviously know you so well, which is how we knew that you would like Sunshine Lollipops as your walkout song. Yeah. We're still um, correct. But... Would you, would you care to share with us, like, you know, we, we know that you're a nerd. We know, that's how I kind of assumed that you would be a big Simpsons fan. I think I actually saw you tweet about the Simpsons in reference to something sports-related, and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep this guy on my radar, and then it worked out perfectly. But who would you say are some of your favorite comedians, just so we kind of can, can understand you as a person a little oh, bit better? Oh, gosh. Uh... Allie Gertz and <sighs> Julia Prescott. I mean, obviously, obviously, yeah. Um... I'm a, I'm a, God, who, who, so to me, number one and number two are kind of interchangeable, and it's Allie Gertz and <laughs> Julia Prescott. Uh, Thank you so much. The check but just if, I mean, if we're talking about female comedians, if we're talking about male comedians, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Pryor and Carlin. 
Oh, cool. I think mm -hmm. they're yeah. interchangeable based on how they make me laugh and also the issues they tackled. You know, mm -hmm. I, I honestly don't know. I think a lot of people would put Pryor before Carlin, but I, I'd probably put Carlin before Pryor because he's just, he was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Uh, let's hear from Woo. George Carlin. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Is he here? What about Rodney he Dangerfield too. I think for yes yeah. for the way he the way he would perform and like his presence was amazing and the way he took like simple just self-deprecation and just made a business out of it. Yeah, it's weird that George Carlin was in one of the scary movies. <laughs> like I thought that, that was like so strange. <laughs> like Rodney was on The Simpsons and like I don't know. It's just so and funny. Back to School is a classic. It is a classic. Yep. Mm -hmm. Woo. Um, Triple yeah. yes. <laughs> Are you going to do it? No, please don't. Uh, so another Probably. name uh, in terms of like Simpsons uh, venues was Jabba the Hutt. You know, this, yes. is, this is kind of pre-Star Wars being what we eat, breathe, drink, and you know, it's all of our senses is now Star Wars. Still love it, but um, it, it is kind of funny to see those like early references because all the Simpsons writers are such nerds, so it's, it's always fun to kind mm -hmm. of see how they would pepper it in. So we have Jabba the Hutt, and, uh, and we get these two corporate guys. And uh, and we get them explaining kind of like what's going to happen. Yeah, they have they're representing a sports utility vehicle. What is it called? It's called the Canyon Arrow, baby. Oh my god! It's so good. It feels so good to just say it. Yeah, it's. Mm. And they basically <laughs> force Krusty to sell out, and he uh, goes back uh, on stage. I think it's the same stage at Moe's, and he starts his material off again, but then. As he's talking, it just shifts into basically a commercial about the Canyon Arrow. I do really love it being referred to as a corporate blood wagon. Yes. <laughs> and being told all to stop of the adjectives that. are correct. <laughs> so then, our last and final, and I'm going to say best clip, is uh, a right around that part in the episode, which is about the Cadillac of automobiles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't get it, Krusty. You said you would never be a shill again. Meh. I learned something about myself tonight, kid. It ain't comedy that's in my blood. It's selling out. Come on, I'll give you a ride home. Wow, this is roomy. If you know the word, sing along. Can you name the truck with four-wheel drive? Smells like a steak and seats 35. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Well, it goes real slow with a hammer down. It's the country pride truck endorsed by a clown. Canyon Arrow. Canyon Arrow. Hey, hey! The Federal Highway Commission has ruled the Canyon Arrow unsafe for highway or city driving. <laughs> this, is, this is my favorite part. Sixty-five tons of American pride, Canyon Arrow, Canyon Arrow. Top of the line in utility sports. Unexplained fires are a matter for courts. Canyon Arrow, Canyon Arrow. She blinds everybody with a super high beam. She's a squirrel squasher, deer smacking, driving machine. Canyon Arrow. Yeah, Mike Scully! 
so good. Phil, uh, are there any moments of this episode that we missed for you? Thank you. <laughs> Any others we missed? Yes, stop yes. saying that. <laughs> that represents his true self coming out. He's, yes. trying to, he's trying to slick it back and keep it down. Yeah. Uh, so what lesson do you think this episode has taught you? Uh, I, I think as a whole, as a country, we haven't learned shit from what that episode has taught us. <laughs> yeah, you that know? is fair. That is mm -hmm. fair. Just, mm -hmm. just watching it now, you know? <laughs> I, think, uh, I think of what, a lot of what people consider America is, is, is big and, it, and it's stupid and it's hurtful and it's, we're the Canyon Arrow driving down the, 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 the highway running over school children. And, yeah. And, <laughs> The school children are just like, America. And all, and all you know, them like, lefties are all the deer that are getting just flown left into, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's good that we can poke fun at it. You know? yeah. yeah. And, and it's then, catchy as hell. So moving away from this particular episode and just talking about The Simpsons at its whole, I'm just curious, like, when did you become a fan? Was it as a child? And then how has it affected you to become the person you are today? Well, I think this will extremely date me. The first time I ever saw The Simpsons was... Um, when you were 45 years old. <sighs> Back in my day. No, Tracy Ullman show, you know? When, yeah. it was, when it was literally just like the little short and they had pointy nose, noses and like the voices weren't flushed out mm -hmm, and everything yeah. like that. Uh, and I, I just think it was this perfect storm of they had this cartoon put on primetime and they had so many episodes a season, they realized they had so much content that they kind of flew under the radar and they threw so much shit in there and they, they were able to get away with a lot. I mean, that was season nine and I still think that they, they got away with a lot of stuff yeah. in that episode. And I mean, I remember, man, what, eighth grade, I think I had one pair of jeans. I still only own one pair of jeans, <laughs> but... That's what shaped who I was. Cause I, I came. I was very, you know, my family was very poor, so I had the like the Bart Simpson T-shirt, uh, and that was like rotation of like three shirts that I had. There was like yep. one of those and like an Iraqi War T-shirt, <laughs> and so like once the Simpsons like weren't cool anymore, and uh, we the Iraqi war was quote unquote over, like two of my shirts were like out of date and I was like mercilessly made fun of, like, you know, oh, eat my shorts, Brooks. Oh, hey, the war's over, dude. Peace in the Middle East, you know. But I, I, I just think the, the, like, the, the sharp biting wit and the, like, the, the comedy and just being quick, I think that kind of shaped me into who I was because I was never always like, you know, biggest, fastest, strongest, but I, you know, I was, I was quick-witted and that probably at least carried me through to this moment right on this stage. Yeah. yeah the, all the there's, a reason, there's a reason you DM'd me, you know? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I misuse the At Midnight Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's something, that I, something that I find so interesting and, and we were talking about it a little backstage is that like, you know, being a Simpsons fan, like, it is kind of the true test of whether or not you will get along with somebody. And maybe you could like someone who doesn't like Simpsons, but, like, more often than not, if you meet someone who, like, really loves the Simpsons, you kind of know you're going to be really good friends. It makes it so easy. It is a social lubricant. If, you, if, if you're somewhere and you make a tiny little joke not knowing that they like it and they get it, 
I just know, like, that's how we became friends. Someone sighed, sighed and said, like, you guys both like The Simpsons. Ugh. And now we're here. And, yeah. but what's so interesting about, you know, not to categorize you, but people like you, meaning that, like, you are different from us in your athleticism and your level of success. And <laughs> you see us and we're just two buff ladies <laughs> sitting on a pile of money. <laughs> but the rest of the people see the real us. And it's kind of like, it's very cool that it's not just, and this is 2018 in a nutshell, but like, uh, aside from all the bad stuff we won't talk about, but like, uh, that anybody can be a nerd, including people that are, you know, doing all types of things. And that's what we love so much about our show is, like, we get to have a very eclectic, you know, guest list, including people like you. So it was, like, such a cool experience to talk to someone who, like, if we, if no one, like, really looked into, like, who you are as a person outside of, like, what you do on paper, you might think, like, this guy's going to bully me for liking The Simpsons. And instead, you'd probably bully us if we didn't like The Simpsons. Yeah. No, I got bullied, so I don't like to bully anybody. I, I think there, you talk about um, missed jokes. There was a, the, they made the joke about Vincent Price doing yep. like a toilet bowl ad. Yep. And it's like, that was a real thing. Yeah. You know? And I, I think... Wow, okay, really quick. So this is an example. This happens so often. We're all different ages. We all of the Simpsons. We all find it at different times. So there are certain things that you find funny just because the cadence of the joke is funny, because your parents or older sibling are laughing. I did not know that that was a thing, and I like Vincent Price a lot. So yeah. I somehow did not know that, and it makes the joke so... You all witnessed me learning that tonight, so what a special I ha- moment. I have an oil painting of Vincent Price in my house. It's Do you really? Oh, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, but like, so I, cool. I think that, you know, that's what this episode kind of teaches you. It's just like everybody, everybody sells out. It's not this big bad evil thing you know what I mean I mean I I remember when I was a kid I used to get made fun of for liking stuff like this and I used to get beat up for liking the Ramones and now they're what yeah but they're so cool oh well they weren't they weren't they weren't when I (laughs) yeah they they weren't when I was uh, your age 18 and 19 (laughs) I don't know you look you look 19 I wouldn't approach you if I saw you in the street put it that way I rude. I'm not sure when to interject in this. <laughs> Anytime? Thank you, sir. Save us. Um, but no, no, I mean, I agree with what Ali was saying that, like, it's a great unifier, you know? There's a reason why we're all here in this room today, and, you know, we have this, thank you, we have this great Absolutely. unifier. It's a great limits test, and I think that kind, nice people like The Simpsons, if so, I may. Yeah, absolutely. So while we're all up here, um, if anyone has questions for the three of us, um, we're going to do that, and then we're going to transition into a little number, and we're going to give a prize to someone in the audience. Yeah. So, so if people were following us on Twitter, you saw that we teased uh, that we were going to give away uh, a prize to one lucky ticket holder. Does anybody recall reading that by a round of applause? Great. If no one applauded, I would have been like, we did never say that. Uh, Never mind. We were basically in L.A. a little panicked that nobody would show up. And we also wanted to give a prize. Um, So, yeah, if anybody, before we get into that, if anybody has any questions for us, uh, you guys... Or for punk. Or for punk. Based off the ones they already did, do you have, like, a favorite episode? I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, like, episode names and stuff like that, uh, and I just think I universally love most of the episodes. Like, I, one of the, I, I'm, I'm a big horror fan, so, like, when they do Treehouse of Horror, like, that yeah. was something that always... Yeah. 
that was something that always piqued my interest, and I'm always a nerd about anything Halloween, so I was always like, oh, that's cool. Um, I, I can rattle off, I mean, how many people can just rattle off Simpsons quotes that at this point are so ingrained in pop culture that you don't even know they're, they're Simpsons quotes, you know? I mean, I, and, right. and, and the characters, too. Like, there's so Yoink. many brilliant characters. I wouldn't even know, like, who my favorite is. You know, maybe so, Dr. Nick, I don't know. <laughs> um, of the Treehouse and Horror segments, I don't expect you to know, like, which episode they're all in, which is a segment that you particularly love? Because um, we have the Twilight Zone parodies. We my have... eyes, the goggles do nothing. Just that, like oh, that. Yeah. Uh, the, the radioactive man. Never not make me laugh. Like the ridiculousness <laughs> yeah. of like, no, we got to use real toxic waste. But just put the goggles on your eyes and you'll be fine. And then... Can you relate to that as a performer who a works? Little bit, in, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I've done, I've done some stupid stuff that on paper I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll be we, fine. We loved having um, child actor uh, turned man uh, Sam Levine on our podcast. Uh, he Woo! talked about Radioactive Man, that episode, and it was very funny because he related so much to it, particularly the line just like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> but it's like, done. And again and again it and again. It took seven hours, but it's done. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, and it's always fun to talk to people that, like, I was wondering if there were any moments in The Simpsons that really speak to your career or maybe a part in your childhood. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what I'm curious about. I don't know, but I think the more obscure ones, and I don't know how popular they, popular they are, but, like, um... Was it Ralphie who called Super, in, uh, Super Nintendo Super Chalmers? Nintendo Chalmers. Super Nintendo Chalmers. Chalmers. Like, <laughs> like, that's just such a fucking weird, bizarre, deep cut. Yeah. You know, like, and I just, just moments like that are just like bright spots uh, yeah. from a brilliant show. But anything that defined my career, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm still not done. Um, and you so. never will be. What? And you never will be. I do feel like one of the questions will be just like, when are you coming back to WWE? But I won't make anyone. Why did you that. have to do that? This is a, <laughs> this is a Chicago the crowd. crowd. They know dude. better than that. So let me get another question, and we'll repeat it into the mic so we can hear you. Come on. Wait, Punk, could you choke out Tatum? Wait, who? <laughs> From the Homer They Fall episode where Homer becomes a boxer. There's, um, oh, big old fucking big old Tatum. Yeah, I'd, also, probably, I'd probably ankle lock him, but, you know. Uh. Could you, could you, would you choke out Channing Tatum? I don't know, but I'd love to try. Whoa, perfect answer. And our special guest, Channing Tatum. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, let's get another question. Okay, so there is uh, uh, the one, two, three, fourth row with a hat. There's two, there's two of you right next to each other, so... We'll... Hat and the man behind the hat. There's always a man behind the hat. You, with the glasses. Uh, so this is, this is for Punk. Who is your favorite guest character on the show? I kind of thought that this would come up, and by default, it's got to be Bret Hart. Okay. Some of the responses for the listeners uh, at home are, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, who's your favorite guest character? Oh, God. Oh, God. Why didn't you prep me with this question earlier? We did. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I mean, I love Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Um, I thought that he was great. And I also love the critic. 
I yeah. love John Lovitz as the critic. Yes, That's a that. really, really great episode. One of the best crossovers in TV history. I agree. My favorite is John Waters. Zap. Oh, yeah. Zap. Do they still do? They still do? Because I haven't seen a recent episode in a long yeah. time. Do oh, they yeah. still do the guests? Oh, it's... so listen. There's a whole piece about, and a chapter in our book, about the way that the, uh, the, way that the guests have changed over the years have, at, at one time, were a lot more about kind of like people doing voices, like Dustin Hoffman did a voice and wasn't even credited as, as himself because he didn't think that The Simpsons would take off in a way where it wouldn't be embarrassing to do a voice for a cartoon, right? It's such an interesting thing. Like, it was so early that they didn't know. And later on, you cut to Lady Gaga making out with Marge. And some people love it, and some people don't. And that's, <laughs> they're both valid. But it's an interesting transition to kind of see how they, it's more kind of like a walk on uh, to boost numbers, and so, so everybody's being, everybody's playing themselves now instead of just being yes. a, like it's a more wacky of that. character. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but Lena Dunham did an episode where she was a lady that kind of looked like a mixture of us. <laughs> we got a lot of texts about it. <laughs> my my Twitter was on fire that day. <laughs> okay, so we have a question from the man behind the hat, uh, also with glasses. I'm pointing at you if you still have it. Yeah, fuck, that's right. The so really quick, oh, just, yeah. just for our listeners at home. So the question is for Ponka, and the question is, uh, you know, you mentioned that you were a Ramones fan. Were you a fan of the Ramones portion of The Simpsons? I forgot that they were even on. I guess everybody's been a guest host, or not, yeah. not a guest host, but everybody's been on this show. But It's happy birthday, you old bastard. <laughs> they sing so, to Mr. Burns. Punk, let me ask you. Obviously, The Simpsons will never end. That has been proven. It will never die. <laughs> So when you get your episode, what are you going to suggest uh, your character does? Uh, I wouldn't want to be me. I would want to be a random character, you know? That's the way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as a random character, which Simpsons character do you want to interact with? Oof. Groundskeeper Willie. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. There's, there's so many, though. There's so many awesome characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, groundskeeper Willie. Uh, let's do two more questions, and let's make them specifically for Punk, please. Why? In the very Why? back, standing up. Uh, Punk, can you do the Crest of the Con <clears throat> laugh? I can give it a shot. <laughs> you can stand if you need to. No, I, don't, I don't think I need to. I think it's more common. <laughs> That's pretty good. Maybe, probably the longer I do it. Hey, quit clapping, you guys. Woo! Clap. The longer I do it, I'm gonna be doing that all night, driving my wife crazy. Yep. I'll have it perfected by 3 a.m. Thank you so much. And so your wife, obviously, also a amazing person. She's she a Simpsons fan. Yeah, huge. She'd be here right now. She's got a migraine, though, so she's at home. Um, yeah, she gets to miss out. Uh, yeah, she's a huge Simpsons fan. Can she do the crusty laugh? Uh, no, but I'll work on it. <laughs> so All right, let's get one more question. <laughs> I love you so much. Julia, please repeat the question for our listeners. Uh, uh, Could Jesus microwave a burrito so hot? Listen, you guys know the answer to this. Come on, tell the listeners. That he himself couldn't eat. I'm very tired. <laughs> but um, that was me. 
<laughs> I do hate pants. <laughs> I just want to point out really quick, so many people in the audience have amazing outfits on. Billy and the Clonosaurus shirt, I see you. You've got the yellow stripes and the I love it so much. Homer shirt. Homer shirt. It's fantastic. On my way here, my wife goes, surely you have a Simpsons shirt. And I said... Stop calling me Shirley. I said, actually, I don't think I, I, don't think I do, because the one from eighth grade certainly won't fit me right. anymore. And I said, I don't actually think I do. And she was like, huh, that's really shocking. And I didn't know. I said, okay, are you making... Is that a Simpsons reference or a <laughs> reference that I have way too many T-shirts now? Yeah. Because um, I have, like hundreds of t-shirts and I wear four of them <laughs> um, and, and what's with the the, the anti-pants sentiment with the Simpsons too because one of my favorite Simpsons quotes is these pants are chafing me <laughs> it's a very good song it's a deeper cut <laughs> and we all hate pants that's all right. right, so we are, we are at a close at our Q&A thank you so much and then uh, if you have any final uh, you know I was about to say Tidbits. Final words. Word. <laughs> Tidbits about the Simpsons or this episode. <sighs> no, I got nothing. I, just, I, I, I wanna, I wanna, uh, I wanna thank you two lovely women. Aww, thank you. Uh, I wanna thank everybody for coming out. I still, even though this isn't my endeavor, this is your guys' show. I still have this. Uh, if you want to talk about deep cuts, this is this is gonna get really weird. I still have this. Uh, um, is anybody here know who Mike Park is? <gasps> okay. No, 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 it's fine. Mike Park was the front man and saxophone player for a band called Skank and Pickle. Yeah. <laughs> he, he ran uh, a label called Asian Man Records. Yeah. Right. So, and I used Mike, to be a ska kid. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I, I love Mike because Mike kind of just, he kind of did what I did, where he's just like, he loved something and he just went and he did it. He didn't listen to anybody, you know, say, oh, you suck, you can't do that, your music's stupid, that's not popular, like, whatever. He's just like, oh, whatever, I'm, I'm a nerd, I like playing my saxophone, I'm going to do it. And he wrote a song, uh, like, him and Less Than Jake were the Bruce Lee band, uh -huh. which might be racist, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, Mike Park is, he's Asian, so it's okay. Uh, they wrote a song, and the lyrics are, where are the people, does it really, really matter? And he talks about how... Anytime he performs in front of an audience, no matter how popular his band got, he was always stressed out and nervous. That, like, is anybody going to fucking show up to this? <laughs> and even though, you know, my neck wasn't in the guillotine or anything like that, I'm still... I was coming here like, is anybody going to fucking be here? <laughs> like, not because it's a Simpsons podcast, solely based on who the fuck wants to hear me talk about The Simpsons. We feel the same thing you know every I mean? episode. So, like, that's still very much a part of, like, who Let's I am. Let's hear it for CM Punk. Yeah! So we I just want to thank everybody. Fuck Jay Leno. CM Punk. Fuck Jay Leno. Simpsons. <laughs> Simpsons. Actually, the CM, you know what it stands for? Uh, call me. C. Montgomery... Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I feel like my life has come full circle. Are you That's amazing. No. Shut up. Are you serious? No! no! CM Punk, everybody. You're amazing. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Woo! I appreciate it. Uh, so, really quick, before we, we do the next little number, um, 
we will have merch. We have a bumper sticker that says, The Simpsons is good. Uh, it is a nightmare for people that are grammar snobs because it's a confusing sentence of kind of like, The Simpsons as a family are good, but The Simpsons as a show is good. So it is grammatically correct. We promise we would never hurt you like that. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, here's, a, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> Julia, can you top me off and feed me wine while I sing? Oh, my. Um, actually, the, the prize is getting to feed me wine while that I sing. The whole bottle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, so, hello. Uh, the prize, uh, should anyone want it, we will, we will announce the prize beforehand so you could choose whether or not you'd like it or not, is I'm going to sing a song for your voicemail recording. And uh, I will personalize it for you, and I will do it at another time and send it to you so it's crystal clear, uh, but that person will come on stage and I will serenade them with a song I already prepared. So if anyone would like that, and it's okay if it's no one, but if anyone would like that, please raise their hand and we will choose from the audience. And again, it's okay if they don't want it. Front row. Front row. Blue hair Blue because hair. it's a Get fucking Simpsons character. She get up here. I'm not sure. <clears throat> we will will her with our minds. What about you? <laughs> that was the most Simpsons thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. What about us? Uh. <laughs> we'll serenade you guys from here. Wine me. <laughs> oh wait, no. Yeah. It's it's her job. <laughs> Hi. This, is, for this Jackie. is Jackie. Give it up to Jackie. Hi, I'm Allie. I know. <laughs> Jackie, you have amazing pins on. She's got a Gilmore Girls pin. She has yellow oh legs and blue hair. Oh my oh, God. We love Gilmore guys. Wow, okay. The perfect person to win this prize just came up here. Sorry, guys. Do you want to sit on my stool? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you. All right. Remind your name? Jackie. Jackie. Jackie, this is a song about the first, sorry, the second saddest character of The Simpsons. Photos are allowed. And by the way, please don't fight me on who the second saddest character of The Simpsons is. I know. Who's the I first? Wrote, I can't tell you. <laughs> it's future guest CM Punk. <laughs> Second saddest character. Do not fight me. Frank Grimes, or grimy as he liked to be called, was thin but unlike his temper, very tall. He lost his patience to his jealousy. He wasn't careful with the electricity. And now he'll never have a wife with pearls like you, Jackie. Or live a life where he's got lobsters and two little girls. Grimy will 
from my cup of wine. <laughs> Feed me from my, the cup of Christ's blood tomorrow's Easter. <laughs> we can share the goblet of Christ's blood. <laughs> I imagine my teeth are dark purple. <laughs> This is a song about the first saddest character. Just kidding, the first saddest character is Gil, and I don't have a song about him. <clears throat> Jackie, I love you. Uh, the correct answer is, I love you too. One second, hold on. It's not the wine. I just love The Simpsons so much. <laughs> he believes that when she leaves him, she'll like Millhouse better. He gets knocked to the floor. Isn't that what a big sister is for? Everything's coming up Millhouse, but nobody likes him at all. Everything's coming up Millhouse But the friends that he's got Laugh at him when he falls Millhouse, don't you know Wherever you go Trouble will follow Don't forget glasses Dismissed at the end And don't lend your glasses to your best friend He'll copy your earring He'll sell you his soul He'll lie about the goldfish Even though you've got the bowl Millhouse Lower your eyebrows And the other one too guys can take flash photography. It is okay. Jackie, come over next to me. We're going to take a picture. 
People take pictures of us right now. Nothing funny about the word tromboner. She's bound to respect you soon. When she sees that you'll do anything she asks of you, you're so vacant, Mill House. You could be Old Gill's house. You're unsatisfactory, as dry as your dad's cracker factory. Life's giving you lemons, you've squoze in your supply. You know what it feels like when doves cry. All right. Thanks, guys. Here for Jackie. That is our show. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Let's hear it for Julia Prescott. Let's hear it for CM Punk. Get on the mics. Get on the mics. Let's hear it for Jackie. And let's hear it for you guys. Oh my God, we love you so much. So, CM, where can we find you? Where can we find you on social media? What projects do you have? What do you have to pump? Um. You can use any mic. <laughs> I'm at CM Punk on Twitter and I try not to use it because it's a toxic wasteland of stupidity. Wasteland. Toxic wasteland. It's only toxic wasteland. Um yeah, that I, I oh, oh I'm fighting June 9th at the United Center. Yeah! Woo! So, so that's gonna be fun. I don't know when tickets go on sale, because I live in a bubble. But when they go on sale, buy them. Watch me fight a human being. Yes. And Allie, uh, where can people find you? Julia, thank you so much for asking me. You can find me at Allie Gertz and all the things. Julia, where can people find you? Allie, thank you. Thank Yes, I'm here for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Allie. Uh, you can find me at Julia Prescott and all the things. That's wonderful. Thank you, Julia. So, in addition to that, my lady, you can find us at Simpsons Pod on all the things. Mm -hmm. We are on Max Fun. Yeah! So, interesting thing about this episode that not everyone in this room knows. This, this episode is only for the people in this room and the people who are a, a donor for Max Fund. Yeah. So if you are a Pledge Drive donor, you get to listen to this episode. If the people in this room and the people listening are not Pledge donors, please consider it because we will incentivize you with a Horny Marge enamel pin. Yeah. And it's real nice. We will see you after the show. Thank you guys so much. All we right, love thank you. you. Good night. Smell you later. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.